Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Twiversations. I'm your host, Kari. And I am your co-host, Ashley. And today, uh, well, we are just one week away from our 50th episode. You, you don't want to miss that because first it's going to be a funny. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a really funny episode. And also, Rodrigo is coming back next week, everybody. Yay! He's coming hey. back. Uh, and we're going to do a little game, but a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> and we came up with the idea. Yeah, but you're all going to like it, okay? Um, It's really, it's going to be amazing. First time I'm ever doing this thing. First set is the first time for me, but it's going to be fun. Um, so, uh, we that actually actually came up with this idea for this episode. Before we co- go into the episode, please wear a mask, get a vaccine if you can. Still a pandemic, okay? Uh, but let's go. Um, so... We've watched Eclipse uh, this past two weeks, and there is a character that had, we got a little glimpse into her very short life, you know, you know what you're talking about, it's Brie Tanner, (laughs) (laughs) there, she had a small role, you know, if you're like us and you've been following the saga for like a decade now, you do remember when Stephanie Meyer announced she was going to release a book called The Short, The Second, Second Short, uh, no, Short Second Life, Short Second Life of Brie Tanner. Um, and well, she I, did. She did, and I devoured that book in, like, one sitting. Yeah, same. One sitting, and it's, like, one great of the book. best books there is. Yeah, but unfortunately, Stephanie Meyer really uh, continued with her theme that all the female characters must suffer. Yeah. Like, what's the deal? And man did Brie suffer. Yeah. Like, I think she suffered the most. Well, Esme did suffer a lot, too, didn't she? Like, I would argue that Esme, we don't know much about Esme's past with Charles. But we don't need to be really creative to know what kind of hell Charles put her through. Yeah. But as a kid, she did. Yeah. Well, um, Brie, she was born in Las Vegas. And she was living there with her parents and her father was very abusive towards her and her mother. Um, huge 
warning right here. Trigger warning, cause you know, Bree's father killed her mom. Yeah. He killed her and buried her in the desert. Now here is the part that comes my CSI knowledge. Well, <laughs> from what I seen in the show, and if you're living in Las Vegas, you probably know this better than I do. Um, to try and bury a body in the desert is kind of hard. And uh, you it would, is hard. And you would need help to uh to try and dig up uh as like a literally a space in the ground. So I I would say that he had help. Yeah, because like first of all, I don't know why you would do it in the desert because a okay, I am sorry that this is not Twilight related, but a body is very hard to decompose in the desert. <laughs> yeah, essentially the heat would help to the heat would help to preserve the body. How do we know that? Well, you probably know that we are into this twisted type of stuff and <laughs> we <laughs> and we live for uh, true crimes documentaries. That's how we know about this stuff, you know. So the heat and the heat during the day and the cold during the night would kind of help preserve the body. So unless her father had help in digging up a grave and burying the mother, and and nobody would think much of it like wouldn't notice that she was gone well he must have had helped so Bree thought her mom had left them and then they moved to Idaho where the abusive pattern continued until Bree when she was 16 uh, she gathered up enough money and she it was enough money to buy a bus ticket to Seattle, which at the time Victoria was uh, with her army and Riley was changing people. And Brian tried to find jo- Okay, she tried to live her life. She tried to. Yeah, and I guess with, and I guess with how Riley looked with his charms as a vampire she uh was like very easy to like go up to him she probably thought she would be safe yeah riley which you all know she wasn't but well after three weeks staying in in seattle he changed her and she was part Mm -hmm. of the army now and like uh seriously what's up with stephanie meyer and making her female characters go to absolutely hell yeah and when i was reading the book i was like i I cannot hope for a happy ending because i've read eclipse and i know she's going to die yeah 
and that is where she met Fred or was yeah I think Fred and Diego they were both they were both uh uh changed by Riley and they like kind of like formed this group the, yeah. the three of them and if you and it's great because in the book the in the book you can see how much the Volturi really did know about the whole situation. And they were hoping that the Victoria's army would kill the Colin Coven. Because the Collins were like were a threat to the Volturi. Yeah. So that's probably why um that that's not probably why that that is why uh, neither Jane or Alec did anything about the whole situation. They were letting uh, the army run its course. But if they kept killing people and creating this mayhem across the city, they would have to eventually kill some of the vampires. Yeah, and now... There is a 50-50 on this, but my opinion is that Diego was Bree's mate. I really, I think he was, too. Like, I have not watched any of Stephanie Meyer's lives because I miss them each time she does them. (laughs) (laughs) So I do not know if that question was asked or if she has confirmed it. So if someone can comment, that would be great. Well, I think we can have our little headcon that they were mates. Yeah. And that is why Bree didn't leave uh, the army. Um, so right before they went to Forks, Fred decides to leave. And Diego was had gone missing for a while. And Bree was like, no, I'm going to stay away from him. Yeah. So Fred is like, well, I'm going to be at this place at this time. Uh, and I'm going to go there and wait for you. Yeah. And, and well. And uh, Victoria had been asking for part the vamps to like come and see her and then they come back yeah so that's why um the Brie saw that Diego was gonna come back but he never did yeah um so they go to Forks and as soon as Brie sees what is going on, she's like, well, no, I gotta leave. No. Hell no, I'm not dying for, for Victoria. 
but Carlisle and Esme found her, and she was really scared. And and then Carlisle and Esme offer offer her like they talked to her, and then she was like, "Yep, I'm surrendering. I'm not fighting you." <laughs> So, uh, Brie is there when Bella arrives with Edward and she felt Bella's sense that she wanted to attack her, but, uh, the colonies made pretty clear that if she moved <laughs> and go to Bella's, they would kill her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like moved a muscle. And you die. <laughs> they probably and they probably looks at her like, "Bitch, don't move, don't do it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jasper was a hard ass on her, right? Yeah, I think. I think he was like this because um, he thought that she should have died. Carlisle and Esme should have killed her because uh, he was not really thinking about how much of a threat uh, Brie represented to him or even to Bella. He was thinking about the threat that Brie represented to Alice. Although Alice could pretty much see what, what would happen. Um, we all know that Jasper feels really protective of Alice and Brie was like how how does this coven can stand being around a human with a scent like that yeah her yeah her thoughts were so like chaotic but like pure I think I think she was having a panic attack Because, yeah. Um, yeah, she didn't know what was gonna happen. She probably thought she was going to die. So, and when the Voltre arrive, and they all go like that chit chat, and then Jane is like, "You missed one." <laughs> yeah. And the Carolina is like, "Are like, well, no, she surrendered." Uh, she's not gonna pose any threat to anybody. We're going to help her. We're going to teach her how to hunt animals, and we're going to teach her all the rules. And she's not gonna be a problem. But we all know that Jane, at that point, was pretty pissed that Victoria's army didn't do what they were promised. They didn't uh, kill the Collins. And now, just quick thought, really quick. I don't want to divert the attention from Brie, but um, I find it really surprised that really surprising that no one from the small Voltory group, you know, Jane, Alec, Felix, and Dimitri, knew uh, how to identify the werewolf uh, smell. That probably lingered around the air. I know that the smell of the vampires burning 
wood was probably too sweet. So probably that's why they didn't smell the the werewolves. Maybe, but also because they have never uh, seen uh, shape uh, shifters. Yeah, but I just... I always wondered that, like, how... Like, they didn't think it was a bit suspicious that there, there was this smell of wet dog all around them mixed with uh, the smell of vampires, corpses, like... Yeah. I, I do know they were in the middle of the woods. They were probably not... They're probably not really... Uh, they probably never been in a woods that smell like wet dog. <laughs> but, I mean... Well, anyway. Jane wants to kill her. Wants to kill Bree. And... Bree is desperate at this point, And she knows that the Cullens are not going to protect her because they were too focused on protecting Bella. Yeah, and she does not know their names, but she is like, oh, the uh, redhead is the mind reader. Yeah, because you see, uh, Victoria, she told them, like, the... The, uh, like, she told the red hair is the telepath, the one with short black hair, she can see the futures, the one tall with blonde hair that has a lot of scars is the one who can manipulate your emotions. So Mm -hmm. she probably knew then from those descriptions so she asked Edward if she was going to die. And Edward is like, a, a yeah. Gave a slight nod. So then she tells Edward that uh, there's this guy named Fred that she was supposed to meet. And that if the colonists ever run into him in the future, uh to not kill him or do anything to him because he is a nice person. And then Felix kills her. Yeah, and this is why Brie deserved better because she had a mate. She had a like she, she she skates an abusive life only to die like a month later. Yeah. Like But we all know that if she hadn't escaped, her father would have probably killed her at some point. Yeah. And if she like did turn into a vampire and did meet Diego and not join the army and they just had a life together 
they would have just been perfect. They like they would have been perfect. Yeah. Like I don't get it. One of the like I love the Twilight Saga. I really do. I've been a fan of it for almost half of my life. But one thing that I really don't like about it is how the female characters are always suffering suffering a lot before they become vampires or like in Bree's case it's like it, it didn't change she was just a vampire but she was still suffering yeah and I don't know I, I think it's only a head con I don't think I don't know if Stephanie Maya has confirmed it or not but once I think the school realized that Brie was not coming to classes anymore. And they had heard that Brie's father was a bit abusive. So they called the cops. And they went to Brie's house and they couldn't find her. And like they did some research on him. Found out that he was abusive towards uh, her mom. So they decide to arrest him and and accuse him of killing his daughter and his wife. Or Brie and her mom became a cold case. Yeah, but I like to think that they should got some closure. And I like to think that because of all the Bad things that she went through. Her father eventually. Uh, her father eventually. Got arrested. For killing her mom. Because. Uh, Brie deserved it that much. She mm. thought. You know she died thinking that her mom. Had left them. Yeah. And not. Not that her father. Killed her mom. That's just, you know, I like to think that that if Brie had survived, Rosalie and Ahmed could have adopted her. Not yeah. Carl Ionesmith. <laughs> I don't think Carl Ionesmith would would have adopted somebody else, but they would have let Ahmed and Rosalie take Brie under their wings and um, helped her through it. It would essentially fulfill Rosalie's desire of being a mother. Mm-hmm. And Emmett would have gone along with it because he loved Rosalie. So if Rosalie wanted to adopt Brie and be her mom, so he's like, yep, I'm a father now. <laughs> Yeah, and they and they could have helped find out her past and like Yeah, and if Rosalie had fun if like the day the Brie would open up to to Rosalie and say, Oh yeah, my father, my biological father did this and that to me and all of that. Uh Emma and then Rosalie would personally go to her father. <laughs> And scare the shit out of him. Like, see, this is why just 
she could have had a happy ending. I don't think she survived because uh, Stephanie Meyer already knew what was going to happen in the story. She already knew that Bella and Edward were going to get married. Bella would get pregnant, and then Renesmee and all that shenanigans with the Volturi was going to happen. So, uh, story-wise, Stephanie Meyer probably thought that there was no place for Brie. But I don't think she expected the audience to like Brie so much. But there are a bunch of people who love her. Like, there are a bunch of people who put her in fanfics. There's, like... Maybe, maybe um, if she hadn't written a book about Brie and never gave us an insight of what it was like, the life in the army, probably nobody would have better an eye to Brie, you know? She was just another cause, like, another person who died at the, at the hands of the Volturi. Yeah, like, she looked like every girl who read the saga. Yeah. See, that that is where she fucked up. But that's the one, you know, uh, the Volturi would have to, they would have have to show it up in the end. Because we, in New Moon, Bella and Edward were left up with a warning. If Bella wasn't a vampire uh, until the Volturi came back to check on them, which wouldn't take a lot of time, uh, they would have so they would suffer the consequences. So when the Volturi, uh. The Collins, the Collins had to know that the Vols were, were going to interfere in the Seattle situation, even if they didn't know that the Volturi already knew about what was going on in Seattle. And I, this whole thing with Edward, Edward not, Edward refusing to change Bella because, because. If anyone had to do it, it had to be him. And if he had to be him, she had to marry him first, you know, all of that. You know, the Volturi always had to be a part of the story. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it really meant, I, I don't think like when Stephanie Meyer wrote this book, and this it's been like more than 10 years when she did, when she did write this book. She didn't think that people would get so attached to Brie. She didn't think that people would see themselves in Brie because everybody was seeing themselves in, like, Bella's shoes or Rosalie or, or, or Alice or Angela, you know. People were seeing themselves in those characters. They weren't seeing themselves in Brie. So she was like, well, surely people were not going to like Brie, you know, in a book that is less than 200 pages, right? Nobody's going to like her. Yeah, she just thought Brie was just a disposable character. And, I mean, in her mind, she was. Because, I mean, I tried to 
to imagine how the saga would have turned now if Bree was alive, and nothing much would have changed. No, nothing like... much would have changed, but only the only time I think it, it could have played some major difference is when uh, Bella is giving birth. Yeah. Like yeah, that that particular scene probably would have made a difference, you know, because even Rosalie with her all self control, she couldn't even stand to be near Bella. So I guess that um that probably in that scene would have been a problem. All the rest of it. Also, oh. I think uh, some uh, some uh, like. Uh, and like a animal and uh human uh blood scenes would have been were like would have been added yeah and i think she and bella would have been great friends in the in the end fuck yeah they would have been great friends um so i i think it's just a waste of waste of potential so fanfic writers who write about beer about brie you go okay we love you for doing that to our character (laughs) and well you know this week's episode is a bit short but uh next week is going to be longer and it's going to be funny as hell (laughs) (laughs) yeah we are recording this early because I am moving when we release this. Yeah, so next week's episode, we're going to record and Ashley's going to be in her new house. And it's going to be really funny. You, won't, you don't want to miss it. <laughs> so... um Wear a mask, get your vaccine, and please be safe. We'll see you next week. Bye. Love you. Bye.